Welcome to New Week, New Music, reviewing the hottest tracks with the hottest takes of 2020. My name is Brandon. I'm Eric. And I'm Ben. Each week, we're looking at two albums released in 2020. Tonight, we're kicking things off with More Jewelry's True Album. And we'll conclude with Peaceful as Hell by Black Dresses. All right. So this was definitely like the most experimental week we've had. In quite yeah, a while. In a while, yeah, I knew, definitely. I knew nothing going into this about either uh, artist. Yeah, I knew absolutely nothing. I'd never even really heard of either of these, uh, no. either of these groups before doing this. Well, but more it, uh, jewelry is a, and in addition, more jewelry is a combination of two individual artists. Yeah, more well. mother and mental jewelry. Who also I have never heard of. Never heard of any of, any of the three. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so this, it's like, this oh, is that's just cool, but I don't new, know who you guys are. <laughs> new, new on top of new on top of new. And with that being said, uh, for the case of more jewelry, I fucking love this record. I had very confused thoughts on this album because I feel like my enjoyment level of it was pretty high. But at the same time, I recognize that there were some flaws here as well. Um, as far as like just my experience with it, though, I really like the sound a lot. I almost feel kind of opposite to Ben. Like I liked it objectively a lot. I don't know if subjectively I would put it on and, and listen to it, but I I really enjoyed it kind of objectively when I was like thinking about what was going on. I was like, yeah, this is all really cool, but maybe not my yeah. sound so much. I gotta be in an experimental noise rock mood to enjoy this album, but I mean, I really liked. I mean, really liked this. Just how, like incorporating like the classic, you know, noise rock, no wave, and kind of like hardcore sounds that they, you know, that they weave together on here. And I just, I really liked the sound pretty much the entire way through. But that being said, I didn't really. This whole album does kind of blend together to me. It is yeah. kind of samey for 26 minutes, which is pretty damn short. Uh, yeah, I, I think that helps it a lot, though. I mean, mm-hmm. like, it's very yeah. punk inspired, of course. So being a short kind of to the point album works pretty well, I think. Yeah, yeah the I length think- was was a good choice for sure. And mm-hmm. it does have that kind of repetitive. Like this whole album was like being in a garage with people just going off um, yeah. with that really angry delivery. And that's what I really liked about the sound. Like, I really, really like this. And I don't even typically listen to music like this a whole lot. But uh, I can't tell if that's a strength or a weakness of the album, because I feel like for this to get ranked highly for me, it would probably need to be a more fleshed out, cohesive, like actual album. Uh, whereas this is like, yeah, I love how it sounds. And I would totally get down to this, especially if I got to see this live. I just don't know. I think that kind of limits its its quality to a certain degree for me as an album. Like what you were saying with, you know, it's sounding, you know, completely raw and unfinished, like, and wanting to see it live. This reminded me of like seeing shows at The Rock. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever been, but like just really small venue. Yeah. Obscure totally. music stuff. That's what this reminded me of. Oh, and Totally. It, yeah. f- it felt kind of like a live album, even though it's you know obviously not a live album. But it it just yeah. really has that like raw, in your face, brutal kind of experience to it, and that that's why I really really liked this album. Like, yeah, I thought just it was, overall the experience was great. 
it was kind of interesting too. I think, uh, you know, when, when you have like a noise album, a lot of times you can kind of tell exactly what the noise is coming from. I thought it was interesting. Like for a lot of the tracks, I had a hard time like placing how he was generating that kind of noise and nastiness, mm-hmm. which I enjoyed. I think, you know, it gets kind of old if you're like clearly just making noise on a synth or it's guitar feedback for an hour, like sun or something. But I thought it was kind of interesting that it was not so obvious where he was generating those sounds. I'm assuming uh, Mental Jewelry did the, the noise. Yeah, I think Mental Jewelry did the noise. More Mother was was vocals for the most part, seemed to be my understanding of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like it was it was a really cool just wall of of angry sounds and with that garage feeling another thing that was weird for me and again i can't tell if this is a compliment of the album or a detriment of it is that if you told me like if you gave me no context and played this for me and told me that this was recorded in 1982 from a obscure punk band from england or something like that i would totally believe you yeah absolutely like, oh, I, have yeah, no, totally. I have no idea how to place the time frame of this music just sonically, which I think is kind of cool. But at the same time, I know I've heard like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of The Fall, but they were kind of a similar band in the 80s that produced very similar sounds to this. Like, I feel like I've definitely heard of this before. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I think they really succeeded in the sound that we're going for. And it's yeah. a sound that I really respond to. Yeah, um, what you're saying, like, if you someone told you this was recording the 80s, you totally believe it. I, I I had the same thought too. Like, if you had said this album was recorded any time between like early '80s and today, yeah. I'd totally buy that. Like, totally. it yep. it sounds really classic, but also super modern and forward thinking at the same time. Like, it's really kind of bizarre in a way. I feel it like uh, you know we've talked about punk just a little bit on here with uh, you know Brandon and Otoboke Beaver. And I feel like everything you say about that album, that's kind of how I felt about this one. Like this seemed like a really, I, I think the whole noise and everything with, with a lot of stuff like Daughters and Death Grips and stuff being, you know, maybe not mainstream, but there is, there's a lot of cool stuff happening in this kind of sounding genre or that kind of sound right now. I, I think this fit pretty well in feeling like, yeah, it's kind of in that modern trend, but also a really good punk record on top of that without really betraying either of those. Yeah, there's a lot of punk here for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it sounds like straight up like 90s punk with like 80s no wave and like modern industrial. It's oh, fucking so cool. And I loved uh, more mothers like complete deadpan delivery throughout the whole yeah. thing. Her delivery is great. Yeah. yeah. God, this is I would just kill to see this group live like it just oh i'm sure it's wild yeah this would be an insane show yeah i would love to see these guys that that was my one takeaway was like man like this is great and i would totally turn this up in my house and get down to it but i wish i could be physically in the room with this going on and be so much better Mm -hmm. i feel like these guys could open for daughters (laughs) yeah if i would not be surprised at all if like um daughters next tour these guys are there with them i mean because uh, both uh, Warm Mother and Mental Jewelry, they're both from Philly, and Daughters is from Rhode Island. So, I mean, they're the same, you know, like general part of the country. So, I, I can know, that's it too. I wish Daughters sounded like this production wise. This guy, this album, you know, it 
it's it's a similar tone and it's not the same stuff there are, there are differences but i feel like this one solves a lot of problems that i had with that one where you know the bass is crisp and clear and you can hear it as a bass nothing nothing's blending together but it's still crazy aggressive in your face the whole time and it it does still kind of act a little draining on your ears maybe but it's more from the harshness than from like bass buildup or something weird yeah. like that i mean this album's absolutely like harsh on your ears on purpose yeah like th- you're and you not can tell because the a- production so crisp, you're not supposed yeah. to be feeling good no but but it's so crisp that it all sounds intentional like because there are moments where like there's a drum and bass guitar moment where it's like wow this sounds great and great and like clean and like kind of clean and pristine rock sounding stuff and then it just hits you like you know that you know 100% of these moves are intentional. I still disagree with you. I think that all applies to Daughters as well, where it sounds completely <laughs> intentional to me. But we're not talking about Daughters today. So, uh, but uh, but no, I, I do absolutely agree with what you're saying. Like, th- this is an incredibly harsh listen. It's an incredibly brutal and abrasive listen as well. But, I mean, obviously it should be. And if you're into that shit, you're going to fucking love this because it's really, really well done. And it god it's just it hits you it hits you so much just i think i liked too they uh they closed it out pretty well the last couple tracks i was a little bit torn on if i wanted to see the the second to last track like come one or two songs earlier in the album and then have one more aggressive one and then the closer or if i like it the way they had it but yeah because i did actually appreciate that they were able to bring something like this down just enough to stay on theme and still wrap up the album. Yeah, because Boris Gudinov was the more melodic track, if I recall, right? Like it actually yeah. had a much more discernible and a little bit more. Uh, it was calm. slower. Yeah, yeah, it was slower. Yeah, no, the last few tracks are definitely more melodic than it started. And in some ways, I do like that, but. It did feel kind of weird, like this whole album's just, you know, this cacophony of noise and, you know, dissonance to kind of end on, you know, some melodic notes. I thought was somewhat weird, but I mean, it's not like the songs were bad. So that certainly helps it. Like there, I do think Shadow might be my least favorite track off the album, but like they're all so close to each other yeah like this, what was your th- favorite on the album honestly the opening track true opera and true opera was such a good start because it yeah. really slams you right into the tone of the album like you don't have a choice like you're you're in it just grabs you and just throws you into this you know like yeah. sonic hell that they've created I think yeah. I liked "Look Alive" the most, just because the "Look Alive" I, I liked the vocals. Really yeah. Great one, yeah. I liked yeah. how she kind of took it up to that higher register, and I, I don't know that that's that worked really well for me. Yeah, yeah "Look, Look Alive" was a great one of my and favorites. And like Brandon was saying, like I, her monotone, uh, like it's like there's so much aggressiveness behind the monotone, like it's kind of creepy. It adds a layer of disturbingness uh, to the album in a way that I think is really effective. It's kind of that, like, I'm so mad that I'm being just totally flat trying to stay. Right. Right. Yeah. I am poorly covering up my anger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, this was just great. 
energetic, you know, rebellious, fuck the man type music. Like, uh, I like that they threw on a couple like minute or so uh, long tracks. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't do the only minute tracks, but they, they threw one or two of those short little just kind of punk hit you in the face and get out kind of songs, right. which I, th- I think is always great to hear when you're doing a doing a an album record. like this. Yeah. I mean, can you is this what would you guys call this? Because like we, we are saying like punk a lot, but it's I mean, definitely not true punk. Like, I mean, it's punk inspired. It's, you know, noise inspired. It's yeah. no way of inspired. It's. Like even like it's got even some like like metal I mean, to influences me, as to well. me this is punk in the same way that Daughters is rock and in the same way that Death Grips is hip hop. It's definitely not quite that, but that's for lack of a better term. It, yeah. Like I don't know people this, who like punk music will like this. I think yeah, and that's kind of yeah. why I put it there. And I would, listening to I would this agree. album did yeah. kind of make me realize we haven't done like true punk yet. We I don't should know if I want to now that. though. Like. They'd have to live up to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was really fucking good. This went pretty goddamn high on my list. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, no, it ended up really high too. It's not I, super high for me, but it's definitely toward the top or the top end. Part of part of what I liked about it too that that pushed it up there is it had some of those elements of other stuff that we've liked a lot, like um, like Purple Moonlight Pages came to mind, and the, mm-hmm. the kind of more like almost like poetic performance over music kind of thing, but. I thought this was executed better than that was. And, and I just kind of started thinking about stuff like that and ended up pushing it pretty high up my list. Yeah, no, um, I think Purple Moonlight Pages is a, is a kind of an unexpected but pretty good uh, comparison to it. Because, yeah, it's, it's very poetic, almost more so than musical, if that makes sense. It does, yeah. I kind of looked it up after I was looking up the artist after I listened and uh, it was saying that more mother bills herself kind of almost as a poet before a musician. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. It definitely came through on this album. Yeah. yeah. I would say the difference though, is that like with, um, with, uh, um, rap Ferreira, it was more so like you've got the beats, which are cool, but then like it's his poetry just overlay or not overlay, but almost separate from the music. Whereas this, there was a much more cohesive meshing between the vocals and the mm-hmm. background noise. But yeah. yeah, as far as thematically, I, yeah, definitely a lot of similarities there. Yeah, this is definitely a musical performance and Rap Ferrero, like, is kind of like a slam poetry right. performance. I, I suppose that is a preference thing as to which of those styles you ends up resonating a little more, but for me, this one worked a little better. To me, they're both so incredibly close. Oh yeah, I mean they were both excellent albums. I I actually have them right next to each other on my <laughs> rankings. That's not a hot take at all, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to struggle with placing this one. I know I'm going to have to come back to this more often and compare it to other stuff because right now I'm there's a big range where this could go mm-hmm. for me, but I can yeah. definitely see it moving up over time. This was not a uh, an easy listen. Uh, this um, and spoiler alert. Neither is the other. Neither were both of these albums. This week were not easy listens. No. I like. I'm gonna have to give both of these albums like some time to set in. I'm gonna have to revisit these. It's both of them were very dense in a way, but not bad. Definitely not bad. I I don't I don't consider denseness a bad thing. 
Like it's a it's a rough listen. I definitely wouldn't call this an unpleasant listen though. If you're I mean, accustomed to yeah, noisier stuff, yeah. Because I've heard stuff that's like because like while it is like raw and raucous and and brutal, it's not. There's nothing like being thrown at your eardrums that shocks you or startles you. Really, it's more so just like a really consistently angry tone. Like I've heard, I've heard like just pop on the radio that has some bullshit thrown at you that messes with your ears more than this does. You know, so it's not like it's it's not like it's throwing these crazy sounds at you that scare you. But it is, yeah, it's not what you put on for a dinner party. It's like a no. mental thing, not like a physical <laughs> thing. It doesn't physically. Right tire your ears out but it is right. kind of it's mental aggression exactly and kind of going off of that does lead me to my least favorite part of the album is I did and I did reference this earlier the whole album does kind of sound the same it is yeah. just kind of like one thing I don't want to say repeated but sustained for 26 minutes and I would have liked some change ups here and there um, yeah. And just, you know, maybe experiment more on the noises they're creating. But I mean, I, with all of that being said, it's a great sound. I really enjoyed it. But I, I do wish they would have built. I almost more. like halfway through, I wanted like, you know, a minute and a half of just random noodling on the bass guitar while somebody rants about a politician or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could do the King Crimson like, route and just throw one track in there of a six minute weird transition <laughs> <laughs> like I, I want something weird like that and it, it would have to feel still kind of like live performancey type thing right but yeah, yeah I, I mean that, yeah that comes back to like my difficulty placing is like like for a 26 minute like just total jam like this is one of the best I've ever heard but does the fact that most of the songs were two minutes and sound roughly the same does that discredit the album to a certain degree as a Piece of art, you know, it's it's a question I'll have to weigh. I think I'm in the future. excusing it because I'm thinking about it in a punk context, which is is a very punk rock kind of thing to do. Because yeah. that's how it, my brain contextualized it when I started listening. It it, it seemed okay because that's kind of what I was expecting, which I think comes back to genre a little bit. You know, genre should define your expectations going into something, and I think that it worked out for me. My expectations were kind of met with it. I wouldn't really expect a punk album with like a six minute musical interlude or something. Right. Right. So I, I think that's why it ended up working for me, but maybe if I came from like a noise rock perspective, I'd be a little put off that it was just like in and out 26 minutes of going hard. And I didn't get that six minutes of noise or something. Right. Yeah. I definitely see where you're coming from there, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, man, it- I, I enjoyed this listen. Like I, I'm going to listen to this again for sure. Yeah. I'm going to listen to this a few times rest of this year this was an incredibly enjoyable listen and i i highly recommend this one this i do too i think i think everyone should should check this out like yeah. i'm not a punk person really but i love the sound here to my kind of surprise and maybe you won't like it but i think it's definitely worth a listen to anyone yeah, this, who's looking this album is certainly not for everyone but if it is for you it's, it's a pretty pretty cool listen it's definitely one of those where it's worth attempting to expand your tastes. And if you don't like it, that's pretty understandable, I think. But it's at least worth the experience. Any any final words here? No, I think that about sums it up for me. All right. So unless you guys got anything more to say, I think we can head into our second album this week. Uh, Peaceful as Hell by the Black 
Oh, it's not the black dresses. It's just, just black dresses. Just black dresses. So first, let's get the obvious out of the way. That album cover. <laughs> <laughs> now, we talked earlier in the year about Against All Logic with the uh, uh, watermarked uh, stock images. How about this one with the Windows 95 desktop background? I mean, this is simultaneously the best <laughs> and worst album artwork all year. So I, I, I saw that. Tell if I love it or I think I no, I love it. I so like so it. we're listening on Bandcamp <laughs> to this one, right? Because they're not on Spotify. And I, uh, so I saw that and I'm like, huh, OK, I'm not sure what to think about this. Right. This is kind of funny, but kind of also. Huh? And and then I looked at the, the comments on this album and it had just tons of comments on Bandcamp about like this album is like amazing and life changing and all this. I'm like interesting and I look a little closer though and there's a lot of the like uh, you know those internet text furryisms in the comments <laughs> and almost every comment had an anime girl or a Pepe as the oh profile boy. picture and I'm like what am I getting into here red flags red flags red flags <laughs> Ugh. so with all that being said how'd you guys feel about this album I really really like this album Oh, I hated this. I hated it. What? Really? Complete yeah, this was fucking I nonsense. Am, I am surprised. I thought I we were gonna. You put it as your background. You were, and you're trolling us hard, weren't you? I was. Yeah, no, this was. <laughs> I love this oh, album. Oh, I could not do this. Oh. I fucking love this album. That does. That actually doesn't surprise me with you guys. Not, not really. No. At all. But I really, really like this was one of the few albums this year that I can say, like, without a shadow of a doubt, is really good and is going to go really high. Like, there's a few others like I liked it, but I don't know how much I liked it. But this one I can definitively say was really good. This is album of the year contender for me. It is for me, too. I, I don't know if it is my number one right now. I don't think it is, but I but man, it's a, definitely a candidate. Is this like some collective joke and I missed the memo? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I, they like this? This album? one comes back to taste, oh. though. It, and it doesn't surprise me that you didn't like it, Eric. And, it, no. and I also see why Brandon likes it. I, this is, this is, I think, the most amateur sounding album we've listened to this year by miles. It reminds me of Broken Side. <laughs> it <laughs> makes me think of the Holy like shit. horrendous post Skrillex dubstep vacuum. I just, I don't understand it. This is like whining on the internet personified into music. Oh, I couldn't do it. I mean, the whole album is about being nice to each other. Like, uh. <laughs> okay. So, so I will admit this. I think there, there's some truth to what you're saying, Eric, but I saw it in a totally different context because like, yeah, I mean, this is to some degree, there is that like angsty, you know, being on the internet in middle school vibes that are coming from this album but they're done in such a great way like for me it was like yeah it's a ridiculously sounding album it combines you know sarcasm and humor but it also has pretty extraordinary depth to it at the same time and i thought it was a very emotionally impactful album mm -hmm. despite how crazy it was like it was there was so much emotion conjured up in this album and so much shit that was thrown at you but but the chaos i thought was done in a way that was intentional and precise at the same time. And I was really impressed by that. Yeah, I was I was incredibly impressed by this album. I wrote that this album kind of sounds like a combination of Poppy, Kesha, and Daughters. <laughs> yeah, that's... 
I definitely like this album does what Poppy does, but it does it way but better. Way fucking better. Way Poppy better. wishes this album is the one she did. Yeah. Like she, she Poppy wishes she could make this album. And I just I totally I disagree, disagree with that, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, so oh, I, I think if bad. I had to, I think if I had to maybe, the, I, I think this one is just a miss on connecting with me personally. Like, it's, I, I, I have a hard time because it, it's got all those kind of like, it's, it feels very internet meme through the whole thing or whatever. Yeah, and I just, does. I, I can't take a lot of that kind of stuff very seriously. And, and it's so kind it's, of funny that you said that because I did not get that opinion at all. I don't I know. It's just no. I definitely got the same uh, takeaway about the internet meme stuff. But I think that's like you have to look at this album a little differently. Like this, nobody would have made an album like this 20, 30, 40 years ago. It's very much in the modern era, and not just of music, but of art in general, where art has kind of transcended past just being pretty. And we've gotten into more, you know, stuff like, like, you know, like, you know, almost sound that sounds like pollution in a way, but, and stuff that deals with really difficult themes and really difficult sounds. But conceptually, I think that like, it, it's a necessary place for music to go because, you know, you, you, you can only make nice sounding shit for so long before it gets old and boring. And I think this really kind of, symbolizes where we're at right now with music and it does it really well in a way that combines so many things that are going on with the internet with cultural stuff with with just the evolution of music and electronic music like this really symbolizes that really well to me you know kind of everything we said about true opera i think a lot kind of applies to this album as well but just like the noise and the grittiness and the harshness is just turned up to 11 in comparison. Like this album is to me so much more in your face sonically. It is. Yeah. Like I, and like the same feelings of like, you know, being at like a really small venue concert applies to this album as well. Like it just, it just feels like it's at a punk show and the whole crowd's going completely wild. I think maybe, maybe the, problem i had with it and this this album sounds incredibly incredibly artificial and and that is a taste thing i don't think this sounds artificial in any way well so so let me maybe rephrase artificial when when i say artificial i mean there is nothing that sounds like an acoustic instrument anywhere on this oh okay there's the the vocals the vocals are processed and auto-tuned Every single synth sound and everything is clearly firmly in the electronic mm-hmm. genre, right. and and something that uh, acoustic instruments have, and, and even like electric guitars and stuff. I'm, I'm talking about you know instruments that vibrate sound and you record noise, that things like that. Um, is they don't have as much just like pure fundamental tone at the frequencies you're picking that some of these electronic ones do. Because when I, I play a synthesizer. I'm getting that specific 440 hertz for a whatever kind of sound. I personally am not as much of a fan of that if it's used everywhere. Like it, I think it's mm-hmm. difficult to combine a whole bunch of instruments that are all, you know, very pure tone in a sense. And e- even distorted instruments, you, you've got so much more fundamental frequency there in a way that I I personally like. And so that that's a taste problem, but 
it's a very extremely like synthesized album. I don't think they recorded anything but the vocals and then they processed the shit out of the vocals. Right. Which, I think it was done exactly so well. I though. do agree yeah. with you. Yeah, like you're, you yeah. are definitely right. This is, you know, an electronically produced album completely. But just the sounds they create with that, like this is just pure hell for a large part of the, of the album. But they also do throw in like these you know, kind of like peaceful refrains every now and then, like on maybe uh, this world is another planet's hell is uh, one example of that where it just everything before that was just so chaotic and then you have like this kind of like you know nice peaceful almost soothing you know track for a little while I mean, but it still has like this haunting you know scary undercurrent to it all and then you have and then the contrast to that all the lyrics are about you know like being nice to each other you know developing strong friendships yeah. And I thought it was just really fun. Well, yeah, the, and, and yeah, you know, the like, song structure was was so good to me because, yeah, like you said, you've got the the brutal like just just sounds that just attack your eardrums. Then you've got the soothing stuff, but at the same time, you also have periods and songs where you've got this really nice like like buildup of of melody where where it's it's neither in your face nor super quiet and soft. It's it is a just a beautiful beautifully constructed mesh of sounds that sounds in some places like a conventional songwriting technique along with all the other unconventional stuff. I mean, I just thought it was such a great mixture of different emotions and sounds that were conveyed throughout this mm -hmm. entire album. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, I, I just want to talk about the vocals for a little bit because I think this is one of the best vocal, like, even though they are like super produced, I think the effects that it creates is like one of the best like vocal performances so far like they're just so haunting and you tortured and scary it, it, it god i i loved it so so much and like in some tracks like uh, please be nice is one where I, I noticed it a lot like they have like really guttural growling going on underneath uh, like the main vocal lines and the instrumentation and it provides like a really great touch to it and on uh, express yourself like there's like a part where like they start chanting is it okay for me to be happy and it's just like so terrifying like yeah, I think I this also, was just an amazingly effective terrifying album I also like the vocal performance in a way that I've never really experienced with any other album that I can think of because like you don't listen to this vocal performance like you'd listen to a singer songwriter. Like obviously they're not trying to sound pretty. They're not trying to have the best singing voices. The vocal performance's success kind of comes from the emotions conveyed along with the effects they use, the, the tonal shifts between the anger, almost like it's almost screamo in certain places, but really mm -hmm. good screamo. And then you've got the almost the bubblegum, you know, pop stuff. Like it's such a broad range, um, and like it, it's not supposed to sound good or pretty, but it's effective. I thought. I think like I, I really, I had a really strong. I was turned off immediately by the like auto-tuned the cleaner vocals. I just didn't do it for me. I, I've said that a lot, but that that turned me off a lot. But one of the things I actually did like about this album was 
the more kind of like screamo, super aggressive vocal sounds. I think those, you know, that being that more, it's funny to say like a natural sound, but being a more natural sound, I think really helped just kind of fill in those little gaps in the sonic spectrum for me. And when they were doing that, this album was hitting pretty hard for me. It just, it didn't really make up for the rest of the things I didn't like about it, but. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with the whole uh, musical empath thing that Brandon and I had seen you more on that side of the music listening spectrum, where it's Eric, you appreciate generally production and and like, I don't know, maybe like the cleanness of the songwriting or the or the structure. Or I, I'm probably not phrasing that very well. Yeah, well, and, and I think but, also this uh, this goes back almost kind of to what we talked about with, say, Circles, uh, where I think, you know, I don't resonate with uh, I don't really resonate with music about, you know, somebody talking about their personal experience being sad right. so much as I do like their personal experience being angry. You know, mm-hmm. I, right. I I can listen. I, I, I absorb angry music where the, the, the singer is like, hey, this this thing sucks and I'm I'm angry about it versus this thing sucks and it makes me sad. I just don't right. resonate with that one. It, it, you know, just personal history and stuff. And, and we, we talked about that in Mac Miller as well. Right. Where it's, you know, I, I think for people that are, you know, and very fortunate and very blessed to be so, but for people that are generally extremely happy, this is not going to emotionally resonate at all. Right. Yeah, no, I definitely if, see if you how... you don't have that background, it's not going to connect. Yeah. Yeah, and this is a very, like, I mean, I... Every comment I made, I've talked about like the emotion of the album, and that's such a central theme to the album working for the listener is the emotions of it. And if if that's not connecting with you, then yeah, I can totally see why this album would just sound weird. Because I, I can kind of see the thing where, you know, I mean, there are people that really like Broken Side, right? Now, <laughs> it's a very yeah, different probably. game because I think for the most part, this album has been getting positive feedback, positive reviews. People have liked it for the most part, I think. But uh, it's, 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 it's been very decently polarizing. polarizing. Yeah, but it, but I think that's probably wise. I, I think if you have that background to hear what they're saying and emotionally resonate with it, then it, it kind of works for you. And if you don't, then it sounds like a bunch of kind of weird aggression and whining all wrapped up in a strange package. And right. You know, and like I maybe this is a good time to to talk about this too. You know, the band broke up a month ago because one of the members is getting a lot of threats and and stuff like that. And it's it's weird because I can hear that on the album. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it doesn't surprise me in the least. And, you know, to be very clear, I'm sitting here saying I hated this album. That absolutely does not make it all right to go harass these people or do that kind of thing. I mean, that's what shitty people do. But a lot of people are shitty, and I can totally see that that happening with this. Like, yeah, and especially with a track called "Please Be Nice," "Don't Be Weird," "Don't Be Mean" on my computer screen. Like, oh my god, that <laughs> song gets yeah, so much I'm harder. A person, no please be nice. Noise. Like hearing yeah. that song like it's, in context, that like, oh yeah, these people got bullied to the point where they no longer want to be in the public eye, and then listening to that song is like, oh boy, man, it's rough. Fuck people. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, with especially with the internet and, you know, places like 4chan or whatever, people, and that, that's one thing, you know, about this album is like, you got the internet presence, you know, kind of internet meme sense in a way, like, 
it, it definitely seems like an album that fits within the context of internet interactions of and I think they've talked the band has talked about like social isolation as a theme of their work and so yeah you've got like these two friends but they're experiencing that social isolation that that uh, harshness and and just cruelty but cruelty that's experienced from random people and yeah that like not only is that that go on in real lives but that's like seems to be a big big theme of this album that you can hear even if you don't know the context of what the band has been going through recently yeah i mean it certainly comes across as authentic like whether or not it resonates it's it's clearly authentic yeah were there any uh individual tracks that stood out to you uh, either of you guys uh damage suppressor was probably my favorite track that was good so actually, let me first talk about the opening track because like we talked about more jewelry like the first track it just wraps you right in but this one even more so to me like i heard left arm of life like i had no idea what to expect with this album and then left arm of life comes on and like a minute in the song like it just snatches you right up and you enter I, this like i was 100 percent on board from the get-go i was so on board like and the cool thing was like left arm of life like i got a very strong blade runner-esque theme from this one like i don't know if the song was written about a person or like a robot or an like i got like that whole android thing like they talked about like it struggles to survive or something like that to me i just pictured like an android or like weird like robotic thing that's trying to get human interaction or something and it made me think of blade runner for some reason also with the synths um I don't know, just kind of a weird thing I took away from that one. But yeah, then you go right into Damage Suppressor, which is a very different, uh, sonically different song. But yeah, like right out of the gate, like it's gotten, got like the upbeat rock line, but but done in a way that doesn't sound familiar. That was also one of my favorites as well, but yeah, there were a um, lot of good ones. Yeah, Scared to Death is another one. I love the guitars on Scared to Death. Yeah, I liked that a lot, actually. Yeah, that was great. Um, Please be nice. I was another, I, another one of them, like very possibly my favorite uh, song yeah. on the album. It, it's another just really fucking great song. I really unfortunately this does kind of suffer from like uh, same thing that kind of held back uh, Dua Lipa and uh, against the logic. Where like I think the last two tracks might be the low points of the album, which is kind of a disappointing like way to end an album I like so much. But also, I actually really liked Creepy. Okay, I was. I thought uh, it, that doesn't terribly surprise me, but I was not the big fan of. I can of definitely that. see that. I can see it being polarizing. I think, like, yeah, and it's definitely the most different song in the album because it's the most conventional from a songwriting perspective. And for me, like, Creepy sounded like something I would have heard in like the late '90s or early 2000s, except done so much better than anything I heard from that time period. Like it is kind of a generic, like angsty, uh, you know, uh, young adult anthem t- style song. But I thought like just it was done so much more tastefully than anything I've heard from that era. And I, I thought they pulled it off really well, which is kind of tough to do when you're writing a song that sounds like that. I did kind of get some like uh, like some slint vibes uh, from the last couple tracks. Oh, interesting. I didn't think of them, but any any particular uh, things you can put your finger on? I don't know, just kind of like the general, like overall, like, you know, like haunting vocal 
vocals with um, like a little bit of like the softer playing to go with it. It did remind me a little bit of Spiderland, but no, oh, interesting. It's often more listen back to that. more so like in kind of like general style genre than like you know direct comparisons. But it did give me a little bit of those vibes. Uh, part of it is just it's just such a fucking creepy album. Yeah, it is. Fuck, I love this album. I, I love yeah. this album so much. Like I said, this is this is a strong contender for album of the year for me. Yeah, so you think it could be better than uh, Mary Cognitum and Spectral Art? I don't I mean, have it above that's that. That's cool yet, if you think that, but, but yeah, I'm I mean, kind of surprised just, by that. I don't have it uh, above it right now, but I mean, it's it's going on the list of like towards the end of the year. I'm like, all right, I got to pick from these for my album of the year. Yeah, it's, I, I feel it's the same on my way. short list. Like, I definitely, I don't know what my album of the year is at this point, but I definitely think this one is a contender. And Not I know Eric disagrees. <laughs> so no, here, I, here's a better question for you. Is it going in your top half or your bottom half? Bottom half. Okay. How low, I'm so looking forward to You don't have to, to say like exactly where it is, but like how low is it on the list right now? It's really low. <laughs> <laughs> well, that standard deviation is going to be entertaining at the end of the year. This, this, is, this one, this, I love just based on this discussion, this will yeah. almost certainly be our highest deviation this year. Except what if me and Grant Brandon agree on it so much that it... Because remember what well, happened with I, uh, Back in Black? Like, you put yeah. it high, Brandon put it middle, and I put it really low, so... Who knows? Uh, Horse Lords might be another one. Because I know Horse Brandon Lords could be a strong contender. I shout on that album. To, to, yeah, I mean, to your guys' credit, I've definitely lowered that one significantly since the first listen. I still you like know, it, but... I, I, will, yeah. I will say, you know, I... I really disliked Poppy when I first heard it and stuff. I, I'll, I'll be giving this another listen. I, it might grow on me. I, I do think the, the back half seven through fifteen track wise, uh, were significantly better for me than the first half. Ah, I disagree. And and so so it might be. I, I just have to get some more time on it. I, yeah, I put this extremely low right now, but. But I could you're see. So wrong. This is what I'm really upset we're not changing. in person for because you're so wrong, and I need to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, please be nice. <laughs> it's I'm not being that bullied hard. over the internet right now. <laughs> you are. You're literally being bullied over the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God. Uh, Brandon did well, not absorb the message of this album. Shame on him. <laughs> I guess. Oh no. I guess we'll just have to listen to it again now. Ugh. And I something really else I will say too is this is an odd week for me and I since I'm up in Pine Top I listened on headphones which mm-hmm. is something I don't usually do so a lot of my pro I, I didn't I really didn't like the sound and maybe some speakers moving some air will fix that for me too that's that's a huge element of how you hear something and this might actually sound better in a room than it does a half inch from each of my ears and so that it could it might gain a, a number of places just based on that too. i will say i did like it on my speakers more than my headphones um, yes the, those so. super artificial sounds when you have them on especially closed back headphones really close in your ears all those little discrepancies that it's, it's almost like uncanny valley like you can hear those fundamental tones really well you can hear the panning really well you can hear all those things on a set of speakers even a foot away from you you can fix so many of those problems so so this might 
might go up just based on that. And then obviously, yeah, I mean, Poppy went up a lot on my list. So this guy has a chance with some repetition too. But first, you know, my first kind of week with this album was just didn't do it for me like it did for you guys. <laughs> well, it's good to know that Eric is wrong and that we are right. So <laughs> We've established that a number of times already. <laughs> uh, but yeah, overall, this, I mean, we from what I've been seeing, like on reviews on various sites and stuff, this is an incredibly polarizing album. Um, yeah. I mentioned Kesha I, I, I totally earlier. get why that's the and, case, you know? I mean, I, I, I would not expect there to be a uniformity of opinion on this one. Yeah. Like, of any album we listened to this year, this is the one I would expect to have the biggest discrepancies. Mm. Yeah, like, I, I mentioned Kesha earlier when I said, like, it sounds like Kesha and Daughters combined. But, like, it does have a lot of, like, the same sense of, like, just complete polarizing opinions. Like, those are probably the two most polarizing albums we've heard so far this year at least in from like general yeah. reviews what i've yeah, seen yeah definitely up there i think yeah, yeah probably so that just means we got to get one more and i have to hate it you guys have to love it that's right yeah because <laughs> i can <laughs> you're well, the one well, we have oh, suicide silence i liked it but you guys hated it there's yeah. never been one where i i don't think there's been one where i've hated it alone mm, no Maybe i don't think there has to be the closest but you didn't really care for that one either so. No, I was probably on the, the bottom side of neutral for that one. Yeah, so. you didn't hate it like I did, but you didn't really care for it. Yeah. Um, anyway, just goes uh, any, to show, man. Music, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, it's there's no like I know I I say it all like all the time like Eric's wrong or Ben's wrong and I'm right or whatever, but like there really is no right or wrong. Like it's the, does the music resonate with you? Do you enjoy it? That's all that matters. Like I've enjoyed plenty of kind of music that a lot of people consider objectively bad like oh uh, like eminem's revival which was almost a universally shat upon album there's honestly a couple of tracks on there that i did. i'm not particularly surprised that you liked this one i'm a little surprised ben liked it i, I knew ben was gonna like this album I, I had a feeling that me and ben were gonna like this i had no idea what your opinion yeah on Eric, was. i had i didn't know about you and when you put that as your background I'm like oh he loved it cool like i was pretty confident brandon would like it yeah, you were you were just a, like a total roll of the dice. I I did not know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, like unlike these really noisy abrasive ones, you are very 50-50. Yeah. I was actually yeah, expecting you guys to not like more jewelry all that much. So I'm so surprised that, was, that I did. I I started listening to it and I'm like, I'm gonna hate this, and then I didn't, which was weird. But and it especially surprised me because I think both these albums are incredibly similar. I, you know what I, I, really the difference between the two is for me was that just massive bass guitar on more jewelry the bass was pretty killer I just, that, it, that just it anchored the album for me in a way that this album didn't have I think uh, man, I don't know I don't even understand my own taste let alone other people's taste <laughs> <laughs> I often don't either that's kind of what's fun about it though it's like hey I like this if I don't know why I wouldn't expect to but because objectively, like. yeah. you're so right. Objectively, these albums fit pretty thematically well together. Like, this was a good week for, like, a cohesive set of choices. And they were so polarizing for me. And that's like, I don't know that objectively that makes sense. But, you know, music's not an objective game. So. Well, that's what's fun about it. I'm glad we uh, disagreed in some way because it makes it more interesting, yeah. doesn't it? Well, you know, if the critics wildly disagreed, we had to do the same. Hey man, right? If a professional <laughs> music critic like Melon gives uh, gives uh, 
fantasy, the same rating he gives Lulu, then, you know, <laughs> nothing nothing means anything anymore at that point. So He gave this album a nine, so. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's a nine, but, you know. It's a defensible for you. <laughs> it's defensible. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, check it out. Um, yeah, check it out yeah, just for the sake of, because you will, I guarantee it, it will be a conversation piece at the very least. <laughs> any any uh, final words? Nah. All right. Well, thank you all very much for listening. And we are officially uh, at the halfway point now. This was Peace Falls Hell was album 51. So we're actually actually a little bit above the halfway point. Technically past the halfway point. Yeah. So uh, be on the lookout for a bonus episode we have coming out. We're going to be going over our top five favorite songs of the year so far, as well as our bottom three least favorite songs of the year. Uh, So I'm very excited to get to listen to those. Are able to hear your guys' opinion on those. And uh, thank you all for sticking with us for the first half. It's been fun. Uh, but yeah, join us again next week where we got a we got a folk music battle. We got the old and the new folk. We got we got your boy Bob Dylan with the with his like fucking like 60th studio album or something <laughs> absurd like that. Prolific. Uh, with uh, rough and rowdy ways. And Laura Marling, Songs for Our Daughters. Oh, Song for Our Daughters. Singular, sorry about that. But um, yeah, I, I'm very excited. I do love some folk. And I'm just excited to hear both those albums. It'll be fun. Yeah. Thank you all very much for listening. And hope you, hope you join us next week. And have a good night. <laughs>